And now, how did you uh, get invited? What, you know, did... I got a random message, uh, and I was like, oh, no, am I in trouble? Because <laughs> I was like, sick of wants to talk to me. Yeah. And it uh, turns out it was nothing bad, you know? It was just Sigma there, like, the Tarkov mom coming to me, just yeah. arms wide open. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, like, I will happily... Tardux, a podcast for content creators to come on, share their stories, experiences, and advice. And today I have blazed. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I am just still shocked that you still have a, a smile on your <laughs> face grinding Tarkov. I know it, man. We're at day four for Farm and Killa, and it's beating me up. But, you know, we focus on the better things. Absolutely. Now, how many kills? Do you need 80 times? No, it's a hundred. A hundred. Oh. And I'm at forty nine. Okay. So. All right. Well, tomorrow we'll get fifty, at Hopefully. least. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully, awesome. we'll be halfway. Oh. All right. So what we do on the pod to get things going, we do uh, three random questions just to get the the juices pumping. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. So, I saw that you tweeted about grilling your first steak. You know, being a new homeowner and everything the other day. How do you like your steak? Uh, why did I know this was coming? <laughs> uh, so I eat my steak well done. Yeah. A lot of people will disagree, and that's okay. Yes. You know, we can agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. um, but my fiance, on the other hand, eats it at the complete opposite, so it's rare. Oh, God. Yeah, so we're like complete opposites when it comes to steak. Yeah. But, I mean, ever since I've grown up, I've always had it like that. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I've tried like... You know, medium rare. Oh. I've never tried rare. I think rare is too much. That is like, you know, you're done with the steak and there's a pile of blood on it. It's like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't really like rare too much at all. Yeah. That really grosses me out. I could eat a medium rare. I can eat a medium well. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously well done is good too. Yeah. I mean, I prefer it uh, well done, but medium well is totally fine. Yeah. And then like, if like we go out to a restaurant, let's say there's a big order and it happens to get messed up, and I yeah. get a medium rare, I'll go ahead and eat it. So like I'm not like completely opposed to eating it. It's just not preferred. <laughs> yeah, I'm more of a medium guy. Now, are you one of these purists that don't believe sauce should be on steak and it's all just you know pepper and you're good to go, or are you a sauce person? <laughs> there's actually a joke with this. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's like almost like you knew. I don't know if you did or not, but it's like you knew. Uh, so if you were to ask somebody like Willers, yes, like, hey, Willers, how does Blaze eat a steak? Yeah, he will say, well done and ketchup. <laughs> now, no I, way. I don't eat it with ketchup. Oh, though. thank God. <laughs> I don't. Um, but it, it is a joke, though. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very funny joke, especially between like me and uh, a few friends. Yeah. Oh. Um, I don't eat it with any sauce though. Yeah, like I'm not opposed to it. Like if you eat it with sauce, that's fine. But yeah. I don't. Okay. Personally, 
I can picture Nixia throwing ketchup on a steak. Just because, <laughs> you know, that girl puts ketchup on eggs, which is just, it's, it's a combo that just doesn't belong together. I mean, ketchup on eggs isn't really a, a, a weird thing, in oh, my opinion. Yeah. I think a weird thing, my favorite thing to like uh, for like a holiday meal is my parents, they make these homemade rolls. Mm-hmm. And I will eat the rolls with ketchup. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's probably one of the weirdest things. Yeah, that's like having toast with ketchup. It was like, okay. <laughs> you know, I do, you know, I'm not... It, there is something about that though. Like after a good hamburger, you know, nice, like five guys or something like that. And you got the, the bun left with all the, no meat in it, but like the ketchup and the, it's like, yeah. that is good, but that's sort of, this and, but yeah, I don't know if I'm just like, a, you know, just a bun with, yeah, I don't know, but Hey, to each their own. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So second question, uh, favorite thing about where you live? Uh, well, it's Texas. Uh, we have everything, you know, um, Especially in DFW, it feels like we have a lot of everything. Yeah. Um, especially, we have now new plans of, uh, there were rumors that, like, a, a Hollywood is coming. Oh, wow. So it's, yeah, like a small Hollywood area, so that would be really cool. Um, and then I've we have also got plans for, like, some indoor, like, snowboarding stuff. Oh, cool. There's a, there's a lot of cable parks. I've yet to do them. Yeah. Um, I went wakeboarding a long time ago, but I I just haven't recently. Um, and then there, there's just like a lot to yeah. do. And then obviously my family, my whole family's down here. Nice. So, so now are you a big wakeboarder back in the day? No, not really. It's just I'm kind of an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. So anything that can get me somewhat injured yeah. is fun. <laughs> It's fun. Yeah. No, I'm right there with you. You know, maybe 20 years ago, 25 years ago, you know, I was riding my bike on a half pipe and that whole thing, snowboarding and skiing. And But as you get older, man, you got to just be a little bit more cautious. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've done just about everything aside from skiing and snowboarding yeah. and surfing. Okay. Uh, I haven't been um, wing shooting, though. Oh. I've been skydiving, but not wing shooting. Yeah. Oh, okay. That would be cool. I, re- I really want to go wing shooting. Yeah. That would be cool. I've always liked sports like that. Yeah. Like, even, uh, so me and my fiance, uh, we have our wedding coming up September 30th. Oh, wow. And we were planning the honeymoon, and we wanted to go to Hawaii, but there is a big surf competition oh, in shoot. January and February. So we were debating on if we should put it off and go then so yeah. we can see it. Or uh, just go elsewhere. Cool. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. All right. So third question. We've taken a while to get to them, but, you know, I'm just a great guy. That's okay. I am joining this conversation. So now you get to do a few laps on a track, and, but you can pick any car. What car are you taking to, to do some uh, do some tra- uh, to laps? Oh, that's tough. Um, what kind of racing? Just regular circuit racing? And any type. Drag this racing? is you to pick whatever car you want. You've. You know, out of all the cars that are out there, whether oh, it's a drag man. NASCAR F1, some you know souped up sports car, what what are you picking? And don't say that an is... eighty-two Camaro. Yeah, I know it. Okay. I know it. I know it. That's tough though, because I have I have three cars that are my absolute favorite. Yeah. Um. I'll tell you them, but these are not the three that I would pick. Though. Yeah. But the three of my favorites are uh, a '64 Impala. A 64 Lincoln Continental. Oh, wow. 
and then a 62 Nova. Okay. That's I think the Nova maybe my all-time it's very tough though, very yeah. tough. Um but to drive on a track though, ah dude, I don't know, man. Probably uh Oh. It's hard. Yeah. Um I would probably uh my very first car, it was a 93 240SX. Okay. I, I lo- and it's nothing that I just mentioned. It's the complete opposite yeah. of the cars that I just mentioned. Um, it's because I'm everywhere. You know, I'm like yeah. a very big car enthusiast, so I like everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 93240SX, uh, it was my favorite car, my first car, and it was the most fun car I've ever owned. Nice. So Many tickets in that car? None. Oh, nice. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. I've, I've only gotten one speeding ticket. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's... that's- it's pretty yeah. good. And are you a race fan as well, or more just of a car enthusiast? Uh, drag racing, drag racing, yeah. street racing is uh, kind of big here in Texas. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there are any car people who follow the scene much, but Texas is like, not my words, but the Super Bowl of racing. Okay. Um. So yeah, it's just always been a thing. Oh, uh, cool. My dad grew up racing. He's raced my whole life, yeah. and then. When I got of age to drive, I've been racing ever since I got a license. Oh no way! Yeah, I've I've been to an F one race. I've been to a bunch of NASCAR. I've never been to a drag race. That I, I hear like fun. it's loud and yeah, the speed. Yeah, it's intense. And a lot of people they'll be like, "Well, you're just going in a straight line, you know? It don't take much skill." But you know, just as like circuit racing to drag racing, you have to drive the car. Yeah, you know. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. It's not as easy as just floor it, you're stuck, you're right. fine. You you're know? shifting, you've got to sort of maintain a line and, and you know, the traction at the start of it. And, yeah, there's, there's skill there's there. There's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. racing is fun. Excellent. All right. So let's, let's start with this. Where did the, the name Gamertag come from, Blazed? Um, well, <laughs> uh, uh, this is back in... Probably 2011. Um, I I picked up my first console at in 2009. Played Mono for two for a very long time. Yeah, and I think it was around the time of uh, middle school. I uh, started getting into some drugs. Oh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna name myself Blaze. Dude. I'm just gonna be named Blaze. There you go, and it's stuck. And, yeah, I haven't changed it. Excellent. I haven't even thought about it. <laughs> oh, all right. So now, before you you hit the go live button, what's your background? What were you doing beforehand? Um, probably just rolling out of bed. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I usually wake up. I try to make breakfast. If anything, just get a bowl of cereal. Yeah. Um, I play with the cats a little bit. We have two cats. One Russian blue. The other one, I don't know what he is. Yeah. Uh, um, and then I usually shower and then, then I'll go live. Yeah. Okay. And now, you know, before you discovered, you know, before you came, became a full time content creator, what's your background? What, you know, what were you doing before you discovered this, you know, crazy world of, you know, social media and streaming <laughs> and everything that goes along with it? Yeah. It's actually really funny because I, um, before we even moved out originally, uh, I moved out obviously after I started content creation. Uh, but I was very scared. I, I was very unaware. I was still very ignorant to the whole platform, to everything that, that 
was involved with it. And um, I just didn't know if I was going to be okay. But uh, before I even started this itself, um, just bounced around full-time, well, not really full-time jobs. Um, I think I had a couple of part-time jobs. I had one full-time job. I was a service advisor at Hyundai. Yeah. And then I was in an accident, oh. and I was unable to walk because, um, like, both of my knees are really bad. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I fractured the growth plate in my left knee in peewee football, and then I oh, tore geez. my ACL and my MCL twice my freshman year of my uh, high school. Oh, playing sports? Yeah. Yeah, football. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, the accident caused me uh, to not be able to walk. Therefore, uh, they ended up letting me go because I was unable to yeah. know, do the job, which is understandable. It's not a big deal. Uh, it was upsetting, but yeah. very, uh, uh, like, understandable. Um, the accident was not my fault. I just want to <laughs> clarify. It's not at fault. Um but yeah, uh, so the service advisor um, obviously worked a few part-time jobs, like uh, a local like Dave and Buster's kind of. Yeah. Um, and then I worked at a golf course for like two years, Amazing. and I know nothing about golf. <laughs> um, I can hit the ball. Yeah. That's about it. Um, but that that's pretty much it. Okay, cool. And now... Your, you know, when did video games start for you? Sounds like you know you're in middle school with Modern Warfare Two. Did you say? Was uh, that was new? whenever uh, I got my first console. I don't yeah. know. I, it might have actually been elementary school whenever I first got the console. Yeah. It was two thousand nine. I graduated in fifteen, so I don't know what that dates back to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, two thousand nine is the first time I got my own console. Yeah. Um, it was a Modern Warfare Two edition, three sixty. So it was super cool. It was the first console I ever had. Yeah. Um, but before that, I shared a Xbox One, the original, with my brother. Um, and then we also had a family GameCube. Nice. Uh, we had a couple Nintendo 64s. And then my grandma had a Super Nintendo. Oh, okay. That I played on every now and then. Yeah. So I started very young. Okay. Probably like five yeah and now you know when did you jump into the pc side of gaming mm, tarkov is actually my first pc no game way. hang on a yeah. second so you you played you learned tarkov and as a pc gamer with a mouse and keyboard yeah wow yeah it's hardcore yeah a lot of people they they don't believe it but it yeah. is it's very true um I got a PC originally uh, to play Rocket League, yeah, which is a controller game. You know, like some people play it on mouse and keyboard, but not all, not many. Yeah. Um, so I played a couple of uh, months of Rocket League, and then my friend he actually uh, hit me up. He was like, "Hey, dude, I want to play this game, but I have nobody to play with. It would be really fun." I was <laughs> like, "Well, what is it?" And he was like, "It's just pretty much war." And I was <laughs> like, "Okay." like yeah dude let me see and uh he sent me a few devil dog gamers videos yeah uh he's uh og og oh yeah uh and uh i watched him and i was like yo dude this looks really fun so that's kind of like a small background as to how i got in but yeah yeah that's this is my first game on pc and wow. i've been stuck ever since <laughs> it is something special about this game it just it, it to me it ruins so many other games because 
nothing scratches that itch like Tarkov. No, it it definitely does ruin a lot of games, and it kind of sucks. I like, and I say this in the best way possible. Um, the game is so good, but every other game feels so not good. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> you know? Yeah, totally. So now, what made you hit that go live button? But it was my friend, the one that introduced yeah. me into the game. He was like, "Dude, you're really good." And I was like, "I don't, I don't think so." You know, I'm very modest. I don't really try to like. Oh, I'm so good. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, he was like, no, dude, you're seriously, you're, you're a good player. He was like, you should really stream the game. And I was like, uh, I mean, I'm playing anyway. I might as well. Yeah. And uh, that's what got me into streaming. And then I later on found out, you know, content creation itself is a whole lot deeper. Yes. Yeah. Ah. And now... Were you watching streamers beforehand and YouTube videos, like gaming YouTube videos, or really that was your first jump into the whole Twitch thing was, yeah, let me hit this go live button. Uh, I mean, aside from like uh, just regular content on YouTube, yeah. I never watched a stream before. Um, I didn't know how Twitch worked. Yeah. Um, and the only other YouTube videos that I ever really watched is like Phase Ill Cams, like in 2012. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Holy cow. That's crazy. So now, since now, when did you first go live? Uh, I don't remember the exact day, yeah. but it was, I, I want to say, uh, May of 2019. Yeah. Okay. I think. And now, you know, when you first went live, you started having people come in to chat. Like, that's, you know, I was like, why are you coming in to watch me play games? What was mm -hmm. that? What was that experience? Yeah, it was, uh, like, obviously my friends, they were always in there. And I'm like, dude, why are you guys just hanging out? Like, <laughs> don't you guys have other stuff to do? Like, why don't you guys enjoy your time? And they're like, no, dude, I enjoy, you know, talking to you. Most of the time, they were just, like, shitting on me. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, they just, they enjoyed hanging out. They truly did. And uh, it was, uh, it was kind of weird at first. Because, yeah. like, for one, whenever I first started streaming, I had no camera. So I went with no camera for like three, four months and uh, nobody knew what I looked like and I mumbled a lot. Like yeah. you can even tell with my speech now, I have a uh, pronunciation issue with like some things. It's just, it's how I've always been and yeah. I, I'm not very good at like public speaking yeah. or speaking in person in general, which is weird because I'm a streamer, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, um, but I've grown a lot since then. I mean, obviously, right? Um, I just, some words are just easier to say and yeah. I can form sentences, you know? Um, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was very surreal. Cause like, again, I had no camera. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I mumbled, couldn't pronounce a single thing. <laughs> um, and you know, people stuck around. Yeah. And I was like, wow, dude, this is awesome. This is oh, good. Man. And over the years, since you've been, you know, you're doing the streaming what's been some of the hardest things to sort of get used to from the whole content creation side of things oh man uh so i i'm not very social outside of it yeah um but the little bit that i am definitely saw a toll because yeah. i uh i kind of just like keep my head down and i go 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 yeah and then in like it what at the time uh what I felt like growth should be is like, I'm streaming, you know, 10, 12, 15 hours a day sometime. Yeah. 
and I was just like cutting the outside world off, you know, like I was heavy into racing at the time whenever I first started and then all my racing buddies, they would always hit me up and I'd be like, no, I can't. I got a stream. Yeah. And uh, I kind of ended some relationships, some for the better, some not. Yeah. Um, but I kind of just blocked the outside world off and focused on this. Yeah. I think that was probably the biggest thing. Yeah. That's, and I've heard others talk about that. It's like, you know, you just, they're, they're on the grind. They just, you know, to be successful, they've got to put the hours in and, you know, they can't, and in their heads, they, they can't take a break because they'll lose that momentum and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially cause like, uh, again, you know, we, uh, I told you a little bit before we started this, we just moved into our first home Yeah. and, uh, I had no internet for a week and a half. Oh my God. Yeah, so I couldn't do anything. Like, don't get me wrong. I had, like, TikTok scheduled. I had short scheduled, and I had long-form YouTube videos scheduled. Yeah. Um, just in case something like this did happen. Um, but I was unable to stream. Yeah. And, you know, I, I come back a week and a half later, and, you know, viewers have cut in half. Like, yeah. not everybody's around. You know, like, the subs are at an all-time low. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's a huge, like, stab in the chest, you know? Yeah. So it's just taking time off. It it's so hard. Yeah, it's very hard as a content creator because it's you. You know, right. it's not like you get paid time off. Exactly. Yeah, and that's that's something I was going to ask. You know, as a full time content creator, you know, you don't have health insurance. You don't have sick days, vacation days, and that's something you have to try to work in because you need you know time off just from a mental sanity standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I um. I went for the longest time. I don't remember exactly how long it was, but I didn't take a single day off. I know it was a couple of years. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then, uh, like, obviously, there were, there was probably, like, one or two emergencies. Mm-hmm. Um, but then a, a big emergency came. Uh, my fiance, she had a family member end up passing yeah. in Pennsylvania. And one Sunday night, she told me, and I was like, all right, no worries. We'll go tomorrow. So the next day, no notice, we drove to Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. It was 55 hours there and back. Uh-huh. Horrible. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was for her, so it was worth it. Yes. Just, yep. To be clear. Yes. Um, yeah, and then uh, that was, like, the first, like, time off I had. And obviously I had no scheduled content. Yeah. I, I wasn't prepared. And... uh I think then is when I noticed, because I think we were gone five days. Yeah. Then I, like, I got back and, you know, things weren't exactly normal, but they weren't horrible. Okay. And then eventually they caught up again. I was like, okay, well then days off were fine. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, And then eventually I started taking at least one day off a week. And that's what I'm at now. I take Sundays off. Yeah. That's good that you you're comfortable doing that. Cause some people they can't get over that hurt, that hump or that mental block. They're like, I can't leave, but it, you you definitely need you know that day a week at least. Yeah, I know, and I've even been talking about taking a second day. Yeah. Because uh, like you know, and not to compare it to an everyday job or anything yeah. like that. Every job has its problems, you know. Um, but you know, having those two days off a week that you know most people do. Mm-hmm is is crucial you know what i mean like you don't want to wake up and have to go to work you know what i mean yeah 
Like you want a day where you can just wake up and be like, oh, I don't have to be out of bed right now. Right. Like I can just hang out, you know, relax all day if you wanted. Yeah. Um, so that's why I've been talking about taking two days a week off because one day doesn't feel like enough. No. And it's, and what, you know, as a content creator, there's so much more than just sitting in front of the computer and playing a game. You go live, you need to be on when you disconnect. Now you've got to figure out what other content to push out to the social media aspect of things. It's, it's, you know, five or six different hats you're trying to, to sort of wear at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Like, my usual day is, I, I've actually cut back from stream time. I used to stream, like, well, farming tracksuit, I have not cut back <laughs> at all. Um, but I usually stream about seven hours, which is, I feel like, average mm -hmm. for most streamers. Um, but back then, I was streaming, you know, 10 hours a day, every day. And it was getting old. Like, yeah. 10 hours is a long time. Like, a lot of people, they'll see, like, 10 hours on an uptime. They'll be like, oh, you're probably just gaming. But then you have to think, you know, on a seven-hour stream, I get off the stream. I'm scrolling through clips. I'm yeah. watching stuff that happened. I'm sitting at my computer for another, like, hour and a half to two hours yeah. after the fact. So that's seven hours on stream. That's, you know, nine hours off. And then by that time, you know, I have to make dinner. Yeah. And then make dinner. I eat. I finally get some time to hang out with the fiance. Right. And I go to bed at 1 a.m., 2 a.m. sometimes, wake up bright and early, do it again. Yeah. Yeah, it's not easy. No, definitely not. And it's a huge mental battle, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And now, you know, speaking of like the tough things and whatnot, what's been some of the high moments? You know, some of the moments like you look back, it's like, holy shit, that was pretty cool. Um, I think my, my first ever donation, I still remember it. And he comes in chat every now and then. His name is Nargon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he sent a dollar oh seven cause he was from Texas too. So he knew the tax and he was like, <laughs> get an Arizona iced tea. My first ever donation. Nice. I still remember it. And it was, it was good. It was probably my favorite time. Cause I was like, wow, this can actually be a thing. Yeah. And now speaking of, you know, this actually being a thing, was there a certain event that happened that is like, yeah, I got this? Or was it just a gradual increase in viewers and subs that made you comfortable? Like, yeah, I can do this as a full-time content creator. I think it was uh, whenever I moved out. Yeah. The, the, um, I moved out on 2020. I was still unsure as if I really wanted to take this thing very serious, but I knew I was making enough to get by for mm -hmm. the time being. And uh, we moved out, and the first two months was horrible yeah it was bad like scraping bottom of the barrel and um it picked up and i was like okay i'm comfortable and then next year came around and i was like you know we could get a nicer apartment you know like we can go somewhere a little bit nicer a nicer area yeah and after that i was like all right i need to saddle up because this thing can be for real and uh i just i since then i've just been locked and loaded nice and now you know from a twitch partner standpoint what's your you know i i ask everybody who's been on it's like hey what's your story because everybody has a, something different how they they found out and how many times they applied what's yours uh i applied i think three times it was uh excruciating yeah um because 
obviously getting the first no it i mean everyone's gonna vary it depends on how you take it yeah uh for me though the first no was bad like i was like wow this sucks like why <laughs> should i even apply again you know um, but I didn't tell anybody when I first applied yeah. for that reason. Cause right. I didn't want to be like, Hey guys, I applied, but I, you know, didn't get it. You know, I don't want to be, I don't want to like break bad news to people. Right. Um, but I applied again. I told everybody I applied a second time and obviously all good things. They all had best wishes. Uh, didn't get it. Yeah. Pretty bummed. But I was like, okay, you know, I've, I've taken an L once I can do it twice. Yeah. No biggie. Uh, sent it again. I was like, you know what? Whatever. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe it happens. And uh, I was actually in Carson's chat. I'm not sure if you know who that is. No. Uh, he is used to stream a lot. Um, his name is Carson Xi. Uh, I think he quit streaming for like personal reasons. Yeah. But I was hanging out in his chat, and uh, I was like, dude, oh my god. And he was like, what? What? And obviously, he knew that I applied. And uh, I went to refresh my email, and uh, I saw it all. I clicked the form. Oh, wow. I accepted everything as quick as I could. <laughs> went back to his chat, put on the check mark, and I was like, dude, look. Like, it was so great. It was awesome. so good. That's fantastic. Oh, man. Oh. And now, so you got the check mark. You know, things are moving along. Um, Something I, have, I always ask people about, you know, being a streamer is, you know, when that first big raid happens, you know, you're going from you know, your communities, you've got maybe, you know, X amount of people watching you. All of a sudden you're like triple X's, you know, any, you know, any big raids that, you know, stick out in your mind? Um, I think there are probably two um, and they're not, you know, like, and I don't mean this in a horrible way. I just mean like they are not like you know, thousand plus people. Yeah. Like at the time I was averaging like 25 viewers. Yeah. So they were massive to me at the right. time. Right. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, but since scav, he rated me with like 150, I think. And that was crazy. Yeah. Um, and then there was another guy, his name is big Gucci, Nick. He rated me with a hundred as well. Yeah. Um, and those are the two that I, like, remember no matter what. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I have had big raids. Yeah. Um, but those two were, like, the very beginning. Yeah. That I was like, wow. Like, this is really happening. Um, That's so cool. Those two were really good. Uh, I also remember one time, uh, I think, uh, yeah, it was Glorious raided me with, uh, I think, 2,400 people. That was <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was insane. Awesome. Yeah, like when you go from, like you are saying, you had 20 and all of a sudden somebody drops another 100 people in, 125 yeah. people. It was like, you know, it's like, holy crap, what do I do now? And because, you know, yeah. chat's probably flying by and, yeah, it's it's like somebody it's, bringing their house party to your, you know, to your apartment. Yeah, yeah. It's like the neighbors were out <laughs> having fun and then all of a sudden my house is swarmed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's... uh. It's a different feeling, especially like whenever, you know, uh, you do get raided and then like their community is showing a bunch of love. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all the notifications going off. It's so great. Cool. And it's also great to see not even being on the receiving end, but like yeah. being the one to do that for other mm -hmm. people. Um, like I rate a, a lot of different people. Yeah. And, you know, whenever my community actually, uh, 
like whenever they go in, you know, they start spamming emotes, they start yeah. showing love and like giving all the follows and everything. You just see the the smiles and the reactions. Yeah. It's such a good feeling. Yeah, I've had that once where like, you know, I for some reason I think I was in, maybe it was uh, Victoria Ryan. She she rated me and I had like 80 people. I normally have like 5. And then I when I was done, <laughs> I dropped it off to somebody who was had like 3 or 4 people. And just like you said, that smile was just like, yeah. oh man, that's the best feeling. You just made it's that person's so day. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so good. Yeah, totally. And now for somebody who's, you know, hitting that go live button or thinking about jumping into content creation, you know, what kind of advice do you have for them? Um, don't do what I did, you know, don't stream 16 hours a day, every single day of your life. Um, I would suggest doing, uh, if, if you're going to just jump right in full time, um, I would suggest splitting your week up. Um, obviously have at least one, two days for you, mm -hmm. right? That's very important. I don't care what anybody says about the grind you come first um and then i uh, probably stream you know two three days depending on whatever you feel or whatever is going to pick up momentum first uh stream two to three days and then take the other two days going through your own content figuring out what you can do different figuring out what you need to add what you need to fix but also while critiquing yourself taking that content and posting it on other social medias uh, you know, you got like YouTube, you have TikTok, you have Twitter, you have Facebook. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's so many platforms that you can post on, and I highly recommend doing that. I didn't do that, and I think it kind of held me back a little bit. Yeah. So I highly recommend doing that. Yeah. Um, go ahead. I say a lot of uh, people have been on, you know, had the same sort of like looking back, I wish I would have done more YouTube earlier or started into YouTube and other platforms earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people, they think that, uh, you know, you just click the button and viewers come. Yeah. It's, it's not really the case. And, uh, it's very hard. Uh, it's a big mental toll, especially, like I said, you know, I just had a week and a half break mm -hmm. on accident and, you know, the viewers were cut in half. Nobody was really around chat wasn't very active so i'm like wow what am i doing wrong you know right. what i mean i've been asking chat and i've been asking my community i'm like hey dudes like what do i need to work on and you know they obviously they had nothing but good things to say saying yeah. like i was doing great and like i just had a week and a half off and i'm just in a negative headspace because things aren't what they usually are so i need to just give it time and you know they obviously had nothing but good things to say yeah but it it is much much more than clicking a button and and going live um like i i don't remember who said this this is not my quote so i cannot give you know um what is it what is it give uh credit um uh, credit yeah yes. give credit i cannot give credit but they said that uh like twitch or your streaming platform is pretty much your workshop right so you take everything from the workshop it gets created and mm -hmm. then it goes and gets published on, you know, the other platforms, you know, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, yeah. Facebook. And uh, people don't come to the stream uh, just out of the blue. You know, they, they come to the stream because they see the product and they want to see how it is made. Yeah, that's good. So that's the biggest thing right there. Yeah. 
I like that. And now, you know, when you jumped into creating your content, you know, did, did you have any editing background or was it just sort of like figure it out on your own and, and started making <laughs> your content? Everything was figure it out on my own. I, I still don't even know everything about PCs. <laughs> Anytime I have a problem, I, I call somebody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even editing, I started editing my own videos, uh, whenever I first started and it was not good. I still have them published. So yeah. if anybody wants to see them, you're more than welcome. Um, but yeah, I, it was not good whatsoever. And I still haven't even gotten any better. Uh, I've actually outsourced my editing. Okay. I, I have an editor and I also have a person who makes my thumbnails. Um, it saves a lot of time. Yeah. However, it is kind of expensive. Yeah. Um, but for the, for the free time, I think it is worth it yeah. in my opinion, because instead of, you know, spending my one day off editing yeah. several videos, I now have that one day to have it off. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it's a small price to pay for some freedom. Yeah. Ment mental freedom and just having your own time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Pest was on once, and that was his one of his biggest regrets was not getting an editor sooner because he said that would have freed up so much more time to focus on other content or just free him up. And you know that's it's such a you know a good thing to to recognize and and you know be able to do because your thumbnails I love your thumbnails you know they are awesome. Yeah, we actually switched recently. Um, a guy named Maddie. Um, I think that is how, uh, no, it's a Matt Zuda. Sorry, Matt Zuda. He is now recently doing my thumbnails and, uh, I like them. They yeah. look really good and he's killing it, dude. Yeah, absolutely. He's doing so good. All right. So Tarkov. So we found out how you got the game, got into the game. What was the hook it has on you? I, I think it was the fact that I could steal people's stuff <laughs> and feel no regret. Yeah. Like I know it's going to hurt them if I kill them. <laughs> yeah. I think that was the biggest thing. <laughs> oh, and what was the hardest thing to learn playing the game? Now, let's not even talk about mouse and keyboard, first of all. What was the hardest thing to sort of get your head around, you know, playing playing the game? Whenever I first started, there were no CMS kits. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was the fact that I had to take painkillers or limp, you know, mm -hmm. take 30 minutes to go across customs. <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand limbs. I didn't understand the health. Um, I didn't, I didn't even understand painkillers. Like I had no idea. I was just so used to call of duty yeah. and you run, die, go again. Right. Um, it was just so just, it, it, it was a lot. It was, the game is just an animal. It is absolutely. And now, anybody you know picking it up for the first time, what you know, what would you, what kind of advice would you give them? So, where would they start? What should they focus on? I would probably um, pull up a map immediately. You know, not even a joke. People will joke, be like, "Oh, he's lost. Find a map." No, I'm very serious. Find a map. It's uh, it'll it'll help tremendously. Um, I would probably suggest going into offline, um, going through all the key binds, getting the movement down, learning, you know, how to move and, mm -hmm. and play. Um, that is huge. I highly recommend that. Um, and then using offline, that same exact thing to find your extracts for whatever map you want to mm -hmm. start on. Uh, so like, say you want to start on factory factory is the smallest map and it's probably one of the easiest to learn. 
you know, just go offline, find all the extracts. Um, and then after you're comfortable with that, I would go scav run. Now yeah. scavs are 100% free. You lose nothing. So if you die, so what, mm -hmm. you know, you just, you wait like 20 minutes and you go again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, scav run, get some loot. And even if you don't kill anything, you know, you make out with about a hundred K of stuff. So, you know, that's probably the, the best way to start. Yep. Absolutely. And now after going through so many wipes, do you still get adrenaline rushes? Does, you know, playing the game, do you still like, you know, you're, you're an interchange and a, a four man walks by and it's like, Oh, here we go. Uh, to the players, not so much like every now and then it happens. Uh, definitely not as much as it used to. Uh, however, this week of farming killer, I definitely have noticed, uh, I miss farming him, uh, not for the sense of running at him, but because whenever he aggros and pushes me and mm -hmm. I get into a gunfight with the godlike AI, uh -huh. it's hard. Um, and my adrenaline really gets going with killer. Yeah. Um, but I haven't farmed him in so long. Ever since track shoot became a thing, I had it every wipe until they changed his spawn. Uh, and he like started spawning all over uh -huh. the mall. Uh, so this is my first time getting it since then. And I just haven't fought him in so long. And it's like, it's bringing back that adrenaline that you asked about. Um, I don't really get it with players too much anymore. Every now and then I will. Like mm -hmm. if I have like a really juicer raid, like it's like eight or nine kills. Yeah. Like the, the last guy comes creeping and I'm like, I got a sack on me. I can barely <laughs> walk. It's like, dude, I don't want to fight this guy, but I have to. <laughs> nice. Uh, and now post wipe strat like you know when wipe happens what is your strategy you know do you do you quest do you just try to get you know money going uh i quest i don't rush kappa um i know i do get it fairly quick and i will get it fairly quick every wipe simply because i know how to play the game yeah um now you know i, I say i don't rush it but you will get plenty of other people who are like oh no yeah you're rushing it you have to think though i'm playing the game you know eight hours a day right so it's going to come fairly quick. I, I do them as is. And if I can stack quests, like do several in one raid, I'll mm -hmm. go, I'll shoot for it. Cause you know, there's no sense in, you know, playing the one map to mark a, a SUV or a tanker. Right. Yeah. Nope. That's true. And now what is, you know, what's your thoughts on the current status of the game? You know, you're, you know, it's hard to, you know, a lot of, you know, sort of the Tarkov folks, a lot of them have moved off playing Minecraft and other things, but there's still a, a small crew of those hardcore guys. You know, you're one of them that, you know, every day or whenever you're on, you're running Tarkov. And what's your thoughts on, on the current status right now? It's tough. Uh, it's tough. I will not shed lightly. It's, it's in a pretty bad place for play pvp wise and uh a lot of the people who are still on it are those pvp players because mm -hmm. like i said before the reason why i stuck to tarkov is because i could take something from someone yeah and i i got it as a, some sort of reward um so with pvp not really having much of a reward anymore and uh it kind of feels like the player base is down mm -hmm. a little bit at the time like you said a lot of people are playing other games and whatnot and uh you have to think if the creators are playing other games 
the you know the receivers or the consumers definitely are playing yeah. other games um so for that reason it it is kind of at a bad place um obviously this is probably one of uh the better wipes i would say mm -hmm. uh, don't get me wrong the first half was horrible it yes. was the worst wipe yeah but since the audio did get a, a small adjustment and then like the lighting changes uh with since we have streets and you know the lighthouse expansion yeah uh i think if let's say we were to roll out the wipe with the the new audio how it is currently mm -hmm. and how the game is currently if it was to like wipe but like obviously back then yeah this would be the best wipe. There's a lot of content. There's a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but like I said, though, the, the, just, the PvP is, took a drastic hit. Yeah. Players are quitting. Everybody's waiting on wipe. Um, so it's, it's really tough at the moment. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not bashing them. I love this game. This is my favorite game of all time. It's just, oh, most definitely. you know, it's like from last summer, I think summer hit quicker for people to sort of get that, you know, like I need to change. And we actually saw a lot of content creators switch up and play, you know, outside of their comfort zone and pick up other games. It seems like this wipe, there's more, I don't less patience people are having it seems with with bsg at this time and and you're 100 percent right you know when that wipe happened and the audio was as bad as it was it was you know tough but you know the audio is a lot better than where, where it was yeah yeah that's like i said if uh if we would have got the audio update that we recently got with the wipe back yeah. then it would have been considered the best wipes yeah um, but you know, audio is a core mechanic in the game. Yeah. It, it cannot be as busted as it was this wipe. It was horrible. Oh God. Yeah. When you're on, you know, when you're on interchange second floor and you're hearing somebody in the basement and you think they're, that changes you how you play the game. Yeah, most definitely. Cause it's, especially if you, if you think somebody's right around the corner, right. but they're two floors below you, you know? Yeah. That's tough. It's Yeah. Yeah, because you're you're playing because of the audio. You know, you need those audio cues. Is is determines if I'm pushing, pulling back, or just staying still. And you know, where gear is important and surviving is important, you you know, you need to have your audio in a good space. Yeah, most definitely. It, like I said, it's a core mechanic in the game. Yeah. And when it's not right, it's like it feels like the whole game is yeah. just not right absolutely and now what's your preference for playing solo or with other people uh solo yeah for sure um but i this is kind of like a tricky one um solo simply because you know i've played this game about as much as i've streamed it yeah so it is so much easier to play alone and you know talk to chat mm -hmm. or uh you know try to entertain them or have a conversation with chat in general yeah um so you don't have to balance you know x amount of people teammate you don't have to balance that if you're alone right um especially if you're running like three or four man oh god um so i think i definitely prefer solo uh, I will play duos. Duos are not bad. It, mm -hmm. it is very easy for me, especially now. I've gotten some experience with, like, you know, playing with people and talking to chat. It's really not that bad. Um, duos are fine. I enjoy duos later in wipe because mm -hmm. 
like we talked about, you know, the game kind of falls off. Yeah. Um, every wipe. So uh, playing with a duo definitely helps keep it alive and yeah. me entertained as much right. as chat. Yeah. Um, because as a content creator, you know, when you're solo, you're not really, you know, engaging in a conversation back and forth with somebody. You're, you know, just reading chat. Whereas when you're running a duo, it's like, all right, yeah, like you and your buddy are running, you know, running through the woods or whatever. And it's, it's, it, you know, it's, uh, feels a little bit better than probably than just your normal yeah. stream. Yeah. Um, yeah. Having a conversation with somebody else, definitely. It, it seems more, uh, natural sometimes being solo you can have like a forced conversation with chat yeah and that's not good um so having a teammate there definitely helps with that yeah. and the other trios aren't bad yeah either. but you go four and five bad. there's yeah that's tough that's tough you know what this game is showing me as a as a human we're really bad at communication and you yeah. get four or five like where are you i'm over here it's like you know or the, he's over there it's like what the hell yeah, yeah, yeah. With Tarkov, you know, Pest describes Tarkov as probably one of the better games to stream because you have moments where you can engage with chat. There's moments where there's you're engaging in, you know, it's like almost like a movie. You know, you're you're engaging in some combat and where, you know, you're really just focused on the game. There's moments where you're out of out of the raid in stash talking to chat. There's, it's just it's built nicely for a streaming for to be a streaming game. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that 100%, because I play a few other games. Um, I mainly play uh, Apex and this game called Assetto Corsa, which mm -hmm. is a racing game. Um, so those two are, like, basically a nonstop action. Yeah. Um, so there's no downtime. The only downtime you have is, like, if you queue. Yeah. Right? Um, so with Tarkov, you know, you obviously have the downtime for the queue, but you have running to the first engagement, you know, you have whenever you're looting a, a, a safe in a completely quiet building, mm -hmm. you have nothing to, to do, you don't hear anything. Um, so there, there's a lot of downtime within raids themselves to communicate with chat and like have a conversation with them. Yeah. So I agree, it's, it is probably one of the most perfect games to yeah. stream. Yeah, from your set of course I want, I don't even know how you can even engage with chat when you're racing. You know, you don't have time to look <laughs> down and maintain your line and, and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's not ideal. No. <laughs> and now, you know, being through so many wipes, is there a quest that you just like, oh God, I, this, I, you know, when you unlock that quest, like, oh shit, I don't want to do this one again. Um, probably the guide. Yeah. I don't like the guide. No. No, I, um, so again, I'm not one to like pat myself on the back. I don't consider myself to be a great player. Um, however, a lot of people, they do, you know, a lot of people in my community say I'm a, I'm a very good player and, uh, I, I just play the game to have fun. Yeah. Uh, whether that fun be dying in a funny moment mm -hmm. or just not really caring and doing something because if it worked out, it would have been great. Yeah. Um, so I die a lot. So I, I make a ton of dumb decisions, <laughs> but they are for good reason because if they work out, they really work out. Yeah. Um, so like doing something like the guide, I have to play like super serious and I get really stressed and oh, I no. feel like Tarkov. I feel it. 
Yeah. And I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, when it comes to the guide, which, you know, what is your map order? Everybody has a little different approach on how they, they approach the guide. Do they start with, you know, labs or they end with labs? This swipe, I think I did. I started with labs. Yeah. Started with it because, uh, you know, there's a cheater issue mm. in this game. Really? Uh, and, <laughs> and I feel like if I'm going to die to a cheater, it might as well be the very first raid. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think I went labs this swipe, uh, factory, and then most likely lighthouse, streets, reserve, yeah. wood, shoreline, customs. Do customs last because yeah. it's my, one of my favorite maps and it's probably one of the easiest. Yeah. Yeah. You know, speaking of labs, you know, when, when they dropped labs, it was my favorite map, but I just, you know, the last few wipes, it's tough to go in there because you don't. You don't. You just hurts bad when you die to a cheater in this game. Yeah, I've actually recently been. Uh, before I started farming Killa, I started playing Labs again. Uh, I used to play it very heavily, uh, and then I quit whenever the cheater problem became an issue. You know, yeah. back then uh, people were able to take like cheaters were able to take stuff out of your containers. Yeah, they were to take your red rebels and stuff. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not playing Labs. Take a break. I'll go touch grass virtually yeah. <laughs> and, and play maps. Um, and then I, I recently came back a few weeks ago, and it's actually been pretty pleasant. Oh, good. Yeah, I haven't had many cheater issues, knock on wood. Yeah. Hopefully I don't jinx myself. <laughs> um, and then now with the update that just happened the other day, you can now sell labs cards on Flea. Yeah. So hopefully after tracksuit is done, it's pretty populated and there's no cheaters and it's a good time. I hope. Yeah, absolutely. So now Tarkov for me is one of those games where I've been playing it for three or four years. I can still, I still have key memories of like this encounter, or, you know, team killing or getting team killed. How about for you? Are any, any memories that stick out? Like, Holy cow, this thing happened or. Yeah, I think, uh, the one big thing is um, I was playing with Axel Camper, uh, Mr. Palm Beach, some man, and I, th I think that was it. It was us four. We were doing a four-man on shoreline, nighttime, hunting cultists <laughs> oh. with no flashlights. Oh, shoot. And we were using STMs with GT ammo, so it was like the green oh, tracers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we we got to E-Swing. Uh, we ended up killing Cultus. Uh, we killed Sani as well. Axel Camper naded himself. <laughs> Some man died to Cultus. Oh, no. And it was me and Mr. Palm Beach running out to, to leave at uh, Path the Lighthouse. And we ran into more Cultus, and oh, we crap. died. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I, that's like... That may not have been the answer to your question, yeah. but that is something that I will always remember. It, dude, yeah. that was the funnest raid I've ever had in this game. See, no other game really creates those memories. You know, I've been playing, you know, I'm 50 years old. I've been playing games since, you know, the early 80s with the Atari 2600. Tarkov is, you know, I could, yeah, it's just, it's, it's such a, a unique game, such a great game for creating those memories. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't tell you the time that I killed. You know, three people in Apex, like yeah. a full team, 
but I could probably name you off like several times where I team white people on in Tarkov. Yeah. You know, it, the, the game is just, it's so significantly better than any yeah. other game. And I saw a video that you actually tried playing it or you were, were you successful playing it with a controller? I was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's actually a thing. Uh, I haven't started the, uh, channel point redemption back up mm -hmm. but it is a thing it's a channel point redemption on my channel to get me to play for an hour it's doable <laughs> and when i say doable i mean it is really freaking hard yeah um it's not as easy as it seems you know a lot of console people are like oh my god now i can finally oh, play god, this yeah. game no you, you can't <laughs> you can't don't don't try it i do not recommend um it's very hard uh, obviously there's no aim assist yeah so you know, trying to aim is very difficult. Uh, the keybinds I'm missing. Well, actually, I think I might only be missing like uh, the time, uh, the extracts, and then like gun jams oh, and bad. that stuff. I got like every all the necessities aside from that, though. Nice. Cool. All right. And now I also saw a video where you somebody in your community dropped four thousand dollars for you to wipe your stash. Yeah, yeah, you were actually, t uh, you asked me a question earlier, uh, like, what was the most, like, uh, memorable moment yeah. streaming? Uh, that was actually the first thing that popped into my head. Yeah. Um, but, obviously, something better came along. Um, but now we can talk about it. He, he gave me $4,000, Irish Asian, he gave me $4,000 to reset my account. Oh, my God. It was the biggest donation I have ever received. Yeah. And it it was it was so incredible. It like jaw hit the floor. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. I reset my account immediately. <laughs> I called my mom after the stream. Oh, I nice. was like, dude, someone just gave me four thousand dollars. <laughs> so now how did it happen? Was he just in chat and said, Hey, you do it? Boom, or yeah. was it like some build up to it? He was uh he was like he was terrorizing everybody. It was last wipe. He had oh, okay. he had already reset a few people, and he yeah. came in a chat, and uh, jokingly, because uh, I had a sub go going at the time, I was like, uh, we were talking about something, and he jokingly said, "If I finish the sub goal, will you reset your account?" And I was like, "No, not worth it." And he was like, "What will it take?" I was like, "I don't know, four thousand bucks," <laughs> and he did it. Like, not even wow. five minutes later. And I was like, "Oh no!" Oh my god! That's yeah, and it was it was pretty early on too. I was I think I was only level forty three. Yeah. So it it had to have been like a week, maybe two weeks into why. Yeah. Oh man! Now, when you told your fiance, was she like, "No, you're kidding"? It was like, was she like, just yeah, yeah. She did not believe it whatsoever. Oh. She was she was starstruck. I was like, "Dude, look!" I was like, "Look!" Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Oh man. Yeah. So now, what's uh, what's your thoughts on the Tarkov community? You know, you've you've been around for a few years. You know, I yeah. Let's hear your take on it. I think it 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 is one of the best communities out there. Yeah. Like whenever I first joined, it was pretty small. Mm -hmm. Um. Obviously, nothing but good people. And after drops, you know, a few bad runs got in. Yeah. As everything, right. you know, the bigger it gets, the more people involved. Mm -hmm. you, you can't have all good things ever. Um, but I think it is 
by far one of the most wholesome outgoing communities uh no matter who it is you know i could stop in somebody's chat yeah and uh i've never personally had a conversation with them and but they would op- like they would welcome me with open arms you know yep. it's it's so good I agree. and uh the player base is just fantastic like i said don't get me wrong there are a few bad runs uh, but 90% of the time you know it's just very good people yeah I, th- I think a lot of it has to do with the, just a mature crowd that are playing the game. You know, I think that's a, a leads into it. And, you know, the other nice thing I, I like seeing, you see big streamers, medium streamers, smaller streamers who are just starting out. Everybody plays with, you know, there's no, doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of egos around. And, you know, everyone just plays the game and enjoys it. We suffer together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a big thing because, uh, it's funny you say that. You say big streamers and, and other streamers. Uh, Willers is actually a friend of mine. Very grateful to say that. Um, I met him for the first time at TwitchCon. Obviously, we I was in a chat a lot uh, prior. And uh, I, I didn't really think he saw me as a friend yeah. until like TwitchCon. I met him and uh, we were talking a little bit. And uh, he made a joke. And I was like, no, dude, it's, it's not a joke. Like, you know, you are like, in fact, like one of my idols, right? Like, you're that guy to me. And yeah. he was like, "What, really?" And I was like, "Yeah, actually." Um, so it was really cool for him to, for or for me to see him yeah. seeing me as a friend, and uh, it, so that was that was really cool. That's awesome. Was, and he's a car guy too, right? Yeah, yeah, he is. It's like we were meant to be. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, all right. So now you are a part of Evasion as right as well, right? Now, how did Correct. that, you know, so for those that don't know, what is Evasion? Evasion is uh, a team, basically. Uh, well, there, there's two parts of Evasion, right? There is uh, the, the team members, and then there is Evasion, the tournaments. Now, Evasion does host some of the biggest, if not the biggest, tournaments in Tarkov. Yeah. And then the team itself is obviously selected individuals uh, that were invited to be a part of something like that. Yeah. And uh, Evasion is just a, a, just a huge, I, I would like to say family, um, of, of people who just are just core supporters of one another. Yeah. Uh, you know, we are there for each other whenever we need it. And... Uh, just friends you know just yeah. really good friends yeah yeah i've had sigmon i've had a bunch of you know I've, I've had blitzer girl i've you know tweak there's just so many good people ash and fudge and it's just yeah like you said it's a family and everybody's just you know got each other's back and you know about the tournaments nobody runs they're they're high you know highest quality tournaments that they you know that are out there from a tarkov standpoint hands down absolutely yeah. And now how did you uh, get invited? What, you know, did I got a random message uh and I was like, "Oh no, am I in trouble?" <laughs> Cuz <'Cause> it's <laughs> like sick of wants to talk to me. Yeah. And uh turns out it was nothing bad, you know? It was just Sigma there like the Tarkov mom coming to me just yeah. arms wide open. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, I will happily Excellent. And now something we all got to be looking forward to, you know, especially like evasion, you know, when arena drops, that's, you know, it's sort of like evasions built yeah. for, for arena. It, it's going to be super exciting. 
Um, I I am just so ready. The the tournament platform. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, we don't know a whole lot as right. to how Arena is going to be. Uh, but if we had to take some educated guesses, I'm sure it's you know team versus team. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I I'm just I'm so excited to see the tournament platforms. It's gonna. I have a feeling it'll be somewhat like old game battles was like way back in the day. Yeah. Well, for me anyway. Um, like they they used to do like three v threes, four v fours, stuff like that. I think Arena will be just like that, and I'm very excited to see the tournament platform with it. Yeah, we can't wait. It's it's going to be good. Yeah, it'll be excited. Yeah. I also see that there's a your a stream team arise. Correct, correct. That is uh, Swamp Fox. Swamp Fox. Um, I can name off a few just off the top of my head. Um, it is Swamp Fox. Um, Jesse Kazam. Yeah. Bellion. Uh, Dan Exer, yeah, Miss Dunk, Junker, Fair TX, and then Chippy Wubba, and then Abney, I believe is how you say it. But essentially the same thing as Evasion, you know, it's just uh, a group of people who came together to pretty much further one another. Yeah. Um, so like I said, the, the you have like Junker, Swamp Fox, and Fair TX, uh, and then. Dan Exert, those four guys alone, you know, Dan makes some really good 3D renders. Yeah. Uh, Swamp Fox edits really good videos. Oh, God, yeah, his stuff is great. Junker and FairTX, they both edit really good videos. So it's kind of like one person from each aspect of content creation, mm -hmm. and we kind of made one group, like, following it. You yeah. know what I mean? So if anybody needs help or anybody needs, like, answers or something like that, you know, we have someone to reach out to. Excellent. That's um, a great concept. Yeah, Swamp Fox, he messaged me about it, and I was like, dude, absolutely, but first off, why me? You know, <laughs> like, what am I doing? Yeah. And, uh, you know, he went down this rabbit hole of, you know, telling me all these good things about me, made me feel good about myself. <laughs> good. I was like, dude, absolutely, I'll do it, no doubt. Oh, man. Yeah, I've had Junkers on. That cat has so much energy. Oh, my <laughs> he God. He does. Yeah, it's just like his videos. Yeah. It's his personality. <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Oh, so how would you, so somebody's coming into a blaze stream, what, you know, how would you describe your, your community and your stream? Um, so, okay. There's two forms of this. My fiance says I am, um, a shithead, if you will. <laughs> okay. And she says chat is a direct resemblance of me. Oh, okay. Now, there is my side of the story where I am very wholesome and very welcoming. And I also say chat is a form of me. So there is a mix between very wholesome people mm -hmm. and some shitheads in chat. <laughs> so, I mean, as long as you're, you know, minding your P's and Q's, not yeah. really saying anything too out of pocket, you will be okay. Um, awesome. Like, you know, it's kind of like what anybody says, you know, that they're saying, you know, fuck around and find out. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Like, you just don't come in chat saying some really bad stuff and really bad stuff won't get said to you. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So now earlier you said you made it out to TwitchCon. Was that your first one out in San Diego? <laughs> yeah, it was actually my first the convention in general. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was my very first one. Um, that place was... 
sick. I've always wanted to go to California. Yeah. And I got to go. Nice. It was so awesome. I enjoyed it so much. It, uh, it sucks, though, because I only got to go to the beach for, like, two hours. Yeah. And that was the morning we left. Oh, shoot. Um, but it, it was fun. I, I had a blast. Excellent. It was so much fun. And now, this is something I've talked about a bunch of people who, you know, they went out to their first Twitch cons, and they went out there sort of like two modes. There was, like, them, the streamer, with their community who was, you know, like, you know, you're like the, you know, the star or whatnot to them. And then at the same time, you're there as seeing your, you know, your idols and whatnot. You know, that's got to be a, you know, weird feeling at first. Yeah. So at first, like I said before, I'm not very talkative. I'm very like, I, I don't know if I've ever said that I'm shy to you, but yeah. I'm very shy. Yeah. You might have gathered that. Um, I'm a very shy, very standoffish person. So I don't really talk to many people, especially in a public setting. Yeah. Um, so whenever I first got there, it was like, uh, you know, plane landed. I met up with Logical Solutions. He's yeah. a really good friend of mine. Uh, met him for the first time. Met Willers. Met Ghost Freak. Met Lettuce. You know who Lettuce Sucks is? Yeah. Um, and who else? Um, I can't remember. There were a few more, though. Can't remember off the top of my head, but there were there were definitely a few more. I met people like as soon as I stepped off the plane, I just met them. Oh wow! And that was good though. That was good for me. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to, but it was definitely good for me because uh, it, it kind of wa- like warmed me up a little bit as to what was to come. And it, it like just seeing people like like I told you before the story about Willers and yeah. him, you know, kind of being an idol. Seeing him in person and him considering me a friend and, like, me being there as me as well as, like, looking up to him. Yeah. It is very awkward at first because, like, you don't know what to say. Right. You know? like, you're not like, hey, can I get a picture? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so it's it's odd. It's very odd at first. Um, you kind of open up to it, though. Like, obviously, there's a time and place for things. Yeah. And, um, like there's there's a time and place to hang out, you know, be friends. Yeah. And then there's a time and place to you know do your own thing, say what's up to people who are you know fans of your own, right? Or yeah. Stuff like that. So it's just a balance that you learn quick. Yeah. You learn very quick. And now, will you be heading out to Vegas? I will not. I will not. Uh, it sucks, but it's okay. This is a big year, like I said before. Yeah, you know, we we have wedding. That the wedding, the house, house yep. and the honeymoon. So I, I don't think you can I skip can a Twitch guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so now, when you're, you know, when you hit the, you know, you're not editing, you're, you're logging off for the day. What happens after? So you got, you know, house ownership stuff you're dealing with. Probably, do you watch any TV? You know, what TV time with the the fiance? What you know, what happens afterwards? So, it, it kind of depends. An average night, I would just go make dinner. Um, I like to cook. I'm not very good at it, yeah. but I do enjoy it. Um, my fiance says I make good food. I don't know if she's being nice <laughs> or or what, but um, I like to cook. Like I said, I don't know if I'm good at it. Uh, so I enjoy that. We cook together. Um, so we spend some time cooking, and I, I feel like that's good because uh, me and her both don't have much time. So if we can spend it together while making dinner and then yeah. spend it over dinner, like that's good. Um, and then after we get done eating, um, we usually watch TV. Uh, we've been watching a show called Shoots. Yeah, it's really good. I like it. Highly recommend. What's it about? Uh, lawyers. Oh, Suits. Okay, yes, it's an older yeah. show, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. it's really good. I like it. Cool. Um, and then we'll, we'll probably just watch TV all night. Uh, unless like maybe every now and then my brother will text me. My brother has a sim rig as well. I'm oh, not nice. sure. Yeah. It. I see the, the, yeah. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. He'll text me every now and then. He has a sim rig too. And he'll be like, Hey, you want to race on a seto? And I'll be like, Oh sure. Why not? Um, so later in the night, uh, probably around like 10 or 11, I'll hop on, play with him. Yeah. And, uh, now eventually what, come back out and hang out with the fiance. Now what uh what kind of tracks or cars do you like to race? Uh for uh in in the game yeah. we we basically drag race. We we drag race a lot. There's a lot of mods that go with the Seto yeah. Corsa. So we drag race a lot. That's kind of like our main thing. Oh, okay. Uh if he's not on and I am playing, I just drift usually. Yeah. I enjoy drifting a lot. Um but circuit racing, we don't really do too much of that. Yeah. We just mainly drag race. Oh, cool. Awesome. And now I saw you know, some of your tweets. You were at a, a Dallas Stars hockey game or a couple of them. Yes. Now, are yes. you a hockey fan? Uh, I've always liked hockey. I've always, well, let me rephrase. I've always liked playing hockey, the yeah. video game. Uh, I don't really know too much about the sport. Mm -hmm. I am now learning, though. Good. Um, my fiance, she's from Alaska, so you oh, know, wow. up there, all they have is hockey. Yeah. So it kind of comes with the relationship. Um, so I, we went to my first Stars game ever. Oh and wow! For somebody that is uh, very introverted like myself, yeah, it is. It's a lot of fun. I had more fun than I ever thought I would have at a, at a place like that. Uh, and I've been every week since, except for this week. And yeah. they're in the playoffs, too, so it is very expensive. Oh, yes, absolutely. But it is one of the best sports live. The the speed, the hitting, just, yeah, it's, yeah. it's great. I've been to, I've never been to a football game. Uh, like, I grew up playing football, so I've been to, like, high school games. Yeah. I've never been to a college game, never been to an uh, NFL football game. Um never been to a basketball game i went to one rangers game i think when i was in elementary yeah uh but other than that like the the most recent hockey game that i went to is like the first like live event sports yeah that i've been to in a very very long time and it was it was such a blast it's yeah. so good yeah i've been to been to the nfl been to college hoops and pro hoops and uh, you know, football is great. It's a great TV sport. Or, you know, it's a sport for TV. Live, yeah, you miss a lot of it. Uh, but hockey, yeah, just the speed and the, you know, somebody's going down the ice and they get checked up against the boards and, and all the chattering that's going back. It's, yeah, it's it's such a fun sport to see live. Yeah, it was it, it was nothing like I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Excellent. It's so good. Cool. All right. Well, hey, Blaze, you've, you've, you know, you made it through a Tarox podcast. But before you go, I got to ask you to shout out somebody in your circle who you think would be a, have a good story to share. Um, some men. All right. Some men is good. He, uh, me and him, we, we've been really good friends for quite some time. Um, we actually, I, we, I haven't talked to him in, since I moved, actually. Uh, I think he might think I'm mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he would, he would definitely be good for this. He, he's a, Full of personality. Excellent. He's such a great dude. I highly recommend. All right, dude. Well, thank you so much for coming on the pod. It was really nice to meet you. Thank you. Nice to meet you as well. Oh.